Welcome to You Never Know Who You're Inspiring Podcast with Paul Napoli and Tim Ellis. Before you go any further, make sure you like or subscribe so you never miss out on one of our future episodes. We're just two guys, man. We've been described as two guys with good vibes, um, but we have one thing in common, and that one thing is to live every day to its fullest and enjoy all the good things in life. We share inspiring stories, memorable moments, interview special guests, and encourage our listeners to learn, grow, and inspire others along the way. Thanks for being here. Enjoy this week's discussion. It's different too, though, with this microphone because I can hear myself. So I don't. So I'm much, I'm much more calm than I norm than I was before. You know, what I, mean? I don't know if I like that because you're like, hi, welcome to the delicious dish. Where today we're going to talk about making meatballs and sausages. I love meatballs. <laughs> I know. I know. Should make- I what? What do I do? How do I how do I get rid of that? How do I change? I don't. I don't know. We may roll around some dough, throw it in flour. <laughs> And dip it in chocolate. Meatballs. <laughs> this is cooking with Paul Napoli. That is how I sound. I know. I know. It's the new mic. You just got to the- give it give it some love. Should I turn the volume? Maybe if I turn the volume down. And yeah. Hear- so you, right. All right. Volume's yes. down. I'm going to, I'm down. just going to be me. I'm going to let it out. I'm letting just it fly. Letting it, let it fly. None, no more of this delicious dish with Paul Napoli. <laughs> Shut up, because that's how you sound every week anyways. Today we're in the kitchen. This is You Never Know Who You're Inspiring with Tim Ellis. We're baking some delicious zucchini (laughs) bread. It's like that guy with the the art back in the day. He would just sit there. Oh, I love Bob Ross, dude. That's my man. That's my go-to. I'm not surprised. Hello, I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you to the 29th Joy of Painting series. If this is your first time with us, allow me to extend a personal invitation for you to get your brushes and and your paints and paint along with us each show. And if you've been with us before, please allow me to thank you for inviting us back for another series of painting shows. Spot on. So we came up with this acronym and the first F stands for fall in love with your life. You know, we become so busy, dude. We become so busy with the hustle and of just everything that's going on that we forget to take, take it in. We forget to take in moments that we're making. Um, again, this can be anything, right? This can be family time like you just talked about. It could be maybe something that you absolutely love to do. So take it off of autopilot. Take it off of cruise control and enjoy and, and, and consciously, consciously focus on how much you're enjoying it. I love that. I, I really do. When you, when you came up with this acronym, and we were talking about it. I love everything about this. I love everything about, I mean, it's just four quick bullet points on how to live a happier life and falling in love with your life, taking it off of cruise control, taking it all in, enjoying the moment. I, I Dude, you, you, how should we word that? Uh, spot on. Spot on. <laughs> spot on. Freaking nailed it. Well, so, so I made Stephanie give me a sexy spot on the other day. We, we got to record that. We got to capture that. We were at nope. Putt-Putt. We were at Putt-Putt. I told you it was a family weekend, man. We were at yeah. Putt-Putt after the corn maze. Something happened, and I, as she said, spot on, right? Because that's what we said. I said, I said say, that, say that again. And, and she goes, no, Karen can say it or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Say it like Karen says it. <laughs> and she spot did it. She on. did it. It was a good one, man. It was a good one. Let me one. hear you say it. Let me hear your sexy no, spot I'm, on. I'm not doing a sexy spot on. You're a sexy spot on. on. No, I'll do mine. 
I, I know you do it every podcast. I do it all the time. I think you love it. I do love it. Like you said, get off the cruise control. Don't be afraid to try new things. All right. I think you are great at that. I honestly do. I, I try, think that, I try I've, stuff I've always, I've always thought that about you. you. You're always trying something. I mean, we, we spoke earlier and who knows? We were just shooting the breeze. I don't know what you're going to cut out and what you're not. But we were talking about how you went golfing. That's not – you already mentioned you hate it. Like, it's not something – but you enjoyed it the, recently. And uh, I feel like you're always doing something like that. So it's not – you're not just saying these words. You're not just telling people to do this. You – this is what you live, and I love that. You do. You're, you're always doing these new things. I think that's, I think that's awesome. What's A? Accept, accept your imperfections. Accept your imperfections. So it's funny, man. Like, I think what happens a lot of times in life – whether we try to or not, or whether we just don't realize it, um, we are striving for perfection. And the reality is, is that perfect is a completely made up thing. It's, it's not a thing. There is no such thing as perfect. Um, you know, we said in, in the video that we did that, that to us, perfect is us. Like I am the perfect version of myself. That's me. I'm, I'm the perfect version of myself that is full of imperfections. Does That's that mean, you, do you know what I mean? Like I do know what you mean. Nothing is ever completely good or completely bad. With that, with those two things, you create this balance, which is, which is you know, where you are. You're, that's where you're perfect. That is where you're perfect. Your imperfections and the things you're great at is, is where you need to be, that balance. I agree 100%. And I think, you know, a way to accept who we are and where we are. And again, accept our imperfections. You know, one of the things we should do is something we talked about again last week was um, practice gratitude daily, every single day, practice gratitude, you know, and we talked about it specifically being in the morning, being your positive affirmation in the morning, but every single day, practice gratitude. And what we're doing is we're rewiring our brain. We are making it so we are thinking of the good things and the positive and we aren't focusing on trying to be perfect. We are accepting this as being good, which is going to make me not focus so much on perfection. Does that make sense to you? Spot on, dude. There was a Chinese Buddhist monk named Shang Yang and he had a quote and he said, I follow four dictates when it comes to imperfections. Face it, accept it, deal with it, then let it go. I love that. So um, I don't think you can, you can say it any better. Face it, accept it, deal with it, and then let it go. You know, anything that you think is not perfect uh, about yourself. Because if you get hung up in it, if you get hum, hung up in imperfections, you're just knocking your own self down. Yeah, right? I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now that, and I, I, I truly believe this, that even the people – that we would look at that we think have it all that you're like, wow, man, like whatever, gorgeous money, all of it. And we could look at them and be like, damn, like that's quote unquote perfect. Or that's, you know, they got it. That person, no matter what it is, they're, whether it's looking at themselves in the mirror and finding their flaws or their imperfections, or if it's, deeper than just that and it's something deep inside they don't view themselves as perfect yet we look at them you know we put them in that light does that make sense it, it everybody everybody has 
things about themselves that they, I don't know if worry is the right word, but that they look at and they're like, oh man, I really wish this, or I really wish that. Instead, appreciate what you have. Appreciate, you know, and we, we spoke before about not, yeah. not um, saying, oh, it could, it could be worse, but appreciate what you have. Appreciate that you're here. Listen, man, I'm five foot seven. Would I want to be six two? I mean, I'd be cool five nine. Like, of course, there's things that we all look at and we're like, man, I really wish this. But the reality is I'm here. I'm, I'm on this side of the grass. I can walk. I can run. I can exercise. I can talk. I can. I have so many things going for me. And uh, I'm okay with my quote-unquote imperfections because I know and I appreciate what I do have. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I think it's very important that, you know, that we are more vulnerable with each other when it comes to that kind of stuff. Stop trying to, to, uh, God, you know, this brings me right back to Liz's book, right? Stop yeah. trying to hide it in that decorative apple, right? right? That we talked yeah, that about. That decorative apple, man, that was so spot on. Yes. So good. Because for those of you that missed that podcast with Liz, you know, she talked about how in her house, that there was like basically a, well, a basket, a fruit basket or whatnot that had these beautiful apples in it. And they were just, they were gorgeous. Those were the ones that you do not eat. You do not touch. They, they looked like they were fake. They were, they were so beautiful. They were perfect. And uh, one day she kind of pretty much was like, you know, whatever, F it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this bad boy. Grabs it. It breaks in half. And only to find out that the inside of that apple is rotting. So on the outside, it looked perfect. But deep inside that you would have never seen had she not touched that apple, yeah. it's hurting. It's, it's, it's dying on the inside. And, uh, you know, I thought that was, I mean, that was incredible. That was an incredible part of her story. Definitely. Man, so accepting imperfections uh, is the A. And then we have um, the L, the first L. First laugh L. a lot, dude. The first L, laugh a lot. Um, that is key. Did you realize that laughing reduces stress? I just found this out. Oh, I, did God, a, yeah. I did a quick search online yep. and I found a great article from helpguide.org. And in it, they go through and they talk about laughter is a free, strong medicine that each and every one of us have to our disposal at any time. It draws people together. It triggers healthy physical and emotional changes in the body. Um, laughter strengthens your immune system. I learned so much, dude, just reading this, this uh, blog post. Um, boosts your mood, diminishes pain. And then I, and I got thinking about everything you were saying. I'm like, this is 100% true. When, you know, think about your worst day, right? Think about one of your worst days. And did you laugh at all during that day? Right. Probably not. Probably not. But imagine not. if maybe you took a moment, right? And, and just took a breath, found something funny and oh, just yeah. how that kind of reduces that stress. Um, it lightens the burdens and inspires hope, connects you to others, keeps you grounded. Um, all those things come from laughter. So when we say laugh a lot every day, man, find moments and laugh. I love it. I love it. I love it. We, uh, I saw it's funny the other day. The other day I got into this straight, like I couldn't stop laughing. So this is not going to sound as funny over the air here, but 
I'm sitting in bed, right? Paul Anthony's in bed with us. What were we doing? We were, we were, we were watching TV. Stephanie was just getting ready to fall asleep. Uh, she'd worked the night before, so she works overnight. So she's like, she's ready to pass out. So her day off, just to give you an idea. So she works overnight. I mean, she gets home about, we'll say 8.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. It's different every day. And um, showers, does her thing, gets in bed, falls asleep, if she's lucky, by 9 o'clock. Anyway, so we end up later in the night, you know, we, it's finally time to like pass out. So we were in bed and, and the kids, they watch TV with us before they go to bed or whatnot. And uh, so Paul Anthony and I are sitting there watching TV and Stephanie's just starting to pass out. And this whole little thing happened with me, Matthew, Paul, and Stephanie, although like I said, she was starting to sleep. And Paul Anthony goes, I, I can't get into all that detail because it yeah. would make no sense to you guys. Paul Anthony goes, wow, that would be a great commercial. Right. So at the time I'm eating this cheese, I'm eating a whole plate of cheese. Right. So picture that with ranch dressing, Hidden Valley ranch dressing. So anyways, so I'm eating this, this cheese and Paul Anthony's just sitting there and he's like trying to figure out what this could be a commercial for everything that we just happened, that just happened to us. Cause we're laughing a little bit. What could this be a good commercial for? So Paul's like, it could be a commercial for the cheese, which made no sense to everything that was happening. So Paul and I start laughing because it made no sense. So we're laughing and having a good old time and he's eating the cheese with me. I'm eating cheese. And then Steph who just started to fall asleep is like, can you guys shut up right now? Like just, I'm trying to sleep. Right. Which makes us laugh even harder. Cause now it's funny because she can't, she can't sleep. She's pissed off. We're having the time of our life right next to her, but Paul's laughing. He's sitting next to her. He's laughing so hard that he's like shaking the entire bed. Right. So we're dying laughing about this commercial that makes no sense. And somehow it's about the cheese. And Paul looks at me and he goes, he goes, mommy would be happier if she ate some of the cheese. And like, <laughs> we, just, we just lost it. So to you listening, that's going to make no sense. But we laughed. Paul Anthony, how long did we laugh about that cheese? I mean, we laughed the next morning too. We were laughing for like, what, almost a half an hour straight. Like Paul got kicked out of the bed. Paul went and laid on the floor because Stephanie kicked him out of the bed. But anyways, so if you can get lost, those are my favorite moments when you can get yeah. lost in that type of moment. Oh my God. Where you, I mean, I can't tell you, I woke up happy. That was yeah. what happened right before I went to bed. I woke up and I'm just like chuckling to myself yeah. over what happened that night. And it was something so dumb, something so like juvenile, it made no sense, but it was just him and I were laughing and it, it carried on to the next morning. I was still happy because of it. So Dude, the that, power of laughter, man, I'm telling you. The power of laughter and the moment you just talked about, right? That, that's a moment. You're not on your phone. You're not looking at like a little video that's making you laugh. That's a, that's a moment with you, your boys, having a great time, laughing. And you feel great after, dude. You feel laughing is truly, it's therapy. I agree. Um, so it's pretty awesome. This, dude, this, this article actually went into a whole section on, now get, get this. You're going to be shocked when you hear this. Laughter burns calories. Oh, no, I knew that. I knew that. I, I did not know that. Listen, it's not like going to the gym for 45 minutes, but they found that laughing for 10 to 15 minutes a day can burn approximately 40 calories. So there you go, fitness freaks. Dude, that's your Reese's cup. Just laugh all day long, man. Just all day long. Just start laughing. Enjoy life. <laughs> Enjoy, Enjoy life. So much, man, that you are laughing. I love Laughing. It. Just walking down the street. I mean, it's, it's funny because a lot, you know, sometimes obviously what we talk about guys, it's just common sense. Laughing makes you happy. Yeah, no shit. But it's just, it's, it's Laughing. a reminder to you right now. If you're listening to this, like stop taking life so freaking seriously. Exactly. Okay. 
Exactly. It should, it should be fun. And we talked about this in our last podcast about how you wanted to be an adult so badly. You couldn't wait to be an adult. Now you become an adult and you got to stick up your butt. Like, like everything is the end of the world. Everything is stressing you out. Think about the state of our country right now, man. Everybody is so pissed off about everything, everything. I wish they would all just take a minute to freaking laugh. Like it's not that serious. We get right. one chance here. Enjoy it and laugh your ass off. That's it. So that was the first L. The second L is let it go, man. Leave let the it past go. behind. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. So a couple of things. So it really depends on exactly, um, you know, the scenario and whatnot. But a couple quick pointers is let's say it's something where it has to do whatever your past is that, that's bothering you. And it has to do with maybe a specific person or people. You know, we brought this up in the podcast before. As far as letting it go and getting past it, very, very, very important thing is to completely separate yourself. Physically separate yourself, emotionally separate yourself. Get away from that specific person or people that is the negative or the, uh, the bad thing that in the past that you're trying to get away from. Um, get, get beyond that and, and, and physically distance yourself from if it's a specific person, let's just say that's kind of tearing you down and it's a part of your past. Get them off your social media accounts completely. Stay away from them. Get away from them physically, emotionally, and on all social platforms. And I'll tell you, when you do that, it's going to make a huge difference. When you're not seeing their stuff on your timeline, that's a big deal. If it's something negative and you see it on your Facebook feed, for example, it is going to make you immediately angry or upset. Something that I've had to deal with and my family's had to deal with is pain. And holding on to pain doesn't fix anything. And we've had to hang on to a lot of pain only because we've been forced to. Because I think, especially when you're grieving a loss of somebody who was taken from you um, at the, the hands of somebody else, there's a lot of pain and a lot of anger that goes with that. And unfortunately, over the years, we've had to replay the past over and over and over again, and that hasn't helped us let it go. So one of my current goals is to live by that last L and, and to start letting things go. Um, again, it's extremely hard with our situation. However, um, wishing things were different isn't going to change anything that's happened. Nope. Um, so especially when it comes to the past, we have to be able to, again, let it be. It's always going to be there, but let it go, if that makes any sense. It, it absolutely makes sense. So I'm going I'm to kind of touch on that a little bit with you, what you just said there. It absolutely makes sense, and it's tough. So there's a lot of this part of the stuff. So here's the thing. Our podcast and what we discuss and the way that we are as human beings, you and I, we find the positive, right? We find the good. That's what we do. And we focus on the positives and we believe in that wholeheartedly at times. Like we know life is not perfect and there's going to be, sometimes there's going to be hell storms, man. Like what you guys have gone through and will be, this will be a part of who you are for the rest of your, your entire life. Sometimes what you need to do is allow your negative emotions to flow. Let them flow through. So, so here's what happens. And this is, this is normal. 
especially if we're trying really, really hard to live that positive life is we take those negative emotions, right? And we just bottle them inside and we just, we're like, we don't want to bother other people with it. You don't want to bother somebody with, with, with negativity. You want to be happy. So you bottle it inside and eventually or over time, that's only going to make it worse. You have to let that negativity, you have to let those negative emotions, just let them flow. Stop fighting them back. Stop, stop trying to hold them in. Even if it's like with your, with your, if it's somebody you need to find somebody to talk to about it, if you need to journal it, if you need to, um, whatever you need to, to type it up on social media, whatever you need to do to let those negative emotions not burden your soul for the rest of your life, you have to be able to let that flow. Does that make sense? 100% flow through you. And uh, it's interesting you said that because, um, I was on a, a, another group page, uh, which was all about psychology and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And I was looking up this kind of stuff because I know that's what I'm personally been deal- I've personally been dealing with. And they said exactly what you just said. Sometimes you have to let it flow th- right through you. Oh, wow. Because if you don't let it flow through you, you just keep it locked inside and compressed. And... Um, you know, through life, you're always adding stuff into you, right? Things are happening. It's just being added into you. But if you don't let anything go, you're eventually going to overflow, right? And you're going to be, you're going to have the things that you want to keep and want to remain have no space in your brain or in, in your, your, you know, your spirit because you've kept all this other stuff compressed. You've not let it flow through you. And right. um, again, you know, it's not letting go isn't letting go and just forgetting about it. It's just letting it be right. And, and letting it flow through you. So, um, man, dude, it was like exactly what, what I've, I've been researching and seeing. It's like so I'm what you in said. your brain. It's like I'm in your brain. <laughs> it's like you're a natural at this kind of stuff. Paul Napoli. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good stuff. So listen, so, so something that I think, um, and that we think, and I, I don't like to use the word I, because even though you and I have not discussed this, I will bet anything that you agree with this 110%. And with everything with the acronym that you created, fall in love with yourself, right? Accept imperfections, laugh a lot, let the past go. A lot of this, what can help it is surrounding yourself with people that fill you up surrounding yourself with people that you can just be you around and you don't feed. You can have a conversation with me. You could have any conversation. We have great conversations. We have conversations about shit stuff that's going on in the world. We have conversations about everything you and I specifically I'm talking about, but, but yeah. surround yourself with people that you sometimes can just, till four in the morning <laughs> oh my God, under the stars. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I don't even know if you aired that part, the fact that we were up until, did you, that we were up until four in the morning that one night? Oh my goodness. But anyways, yes. We had a a great conversation. Pretty much. (laughs) Jesus. Around the fire. Anyways. No, but what you're saying is. It was a great time, by the way. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. No, what you're saying is, is spot on. And I think being in that environment, being around it, you, you have to, like you said in the beginning of this, you have to, to make that space 
to allow positive people into your life because that, that's what you need to be sur- surrounding yourself with. And, uh, you know, you're spot on with that. My friends, it's a very small circle, but those people, those people will lift me up, man. If I need a pick me up, first of all, I don't even have to ask you're there. It's going to happen. You're I'm laughing with you, man. When I'm talking to you, when I'm hanging, like, like that's my, that's my little tiny little crew. And I, I, I encourage anybody, everybody to have that crew. It could be a crew of two. It could be a crew of 10, but have those people that lift you up and be that person for other people. Does that make sense? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Be that person for other people, you know, friendships, and relationship, I'll end with the word ship. Great job, dude. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. I made that whole part up. Dude, you should roll with it. That's great. It's got to be something. I'll tell you right now. You know what? You know what? With ships, they all rise with something. There's a quote there. Yes, exactly. There's some quote somewhere A rising tide raises all ships. All ships. But but friendships, relationships. um, Dude, actually, real quick, real quick, real quick. What? That is actually, that's actually true. That's, that, 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 that's the quote. A rising tide raises all ships. Friendships, relationships. You just made that up. Thank you. That was great. Absolutely. Listen, letting go is something that isn't easy to do. Letting ships. go. That was good. Uh, it is the negative ideas about ourselves and our hurtful self-talk. They get in the way sometimes. That was the other thing I wanted to bring up about. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Talk um, about it, man. So, you know, our negative ideas about ourselves, you're always, I think we're our worst critics. And we've said that before. And, um, you know, you, you, you self-talk yourself out of things. You self-talk, you know, that, oh, you're not good at something when you really, you really are. You're fantastic. My wife will tell me, wow, you're really good at that. And I'm like, oh, I really don't think I am. And that's just me, right? That's, and I think everybody has something like that inside of them. Um, You got to be able to let go of that kind of stuff too. And it requires some strong um, sense of self-awareness, self, um, you know, ability to learn and grow from your experiences and, uh, and just not being so taking your life. So you said it earlier, taking your life so serious, taking yourself so serious, right? Always like, listen, there's enough evil people in the world that are going to try to knock you down. You don't need to be knocking yourself down, man. You are who you are. Be proud of it and be proud of your imperfections. And, um, you know, we're always work in progress. Every one of us is work in progress. Let things go. Just let it be and and enjoy life, man. Dude. You and I did this to you earlier, which I think is great. And you're like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking that. Or I was going to say that. You just, you just did it to me. Because I, what I was going to say is forgive yourself, okay? So we talk about imperfections. We talk about leaving the past behind. In case you haven't noticed, everything in this acronym, they all go together, right? So it all goes together to that one common goal, okay? And exactly. And what, you, what will help you do that? is you need to forgive yourself, okay? So we all, as we talked about, none of us are perfect, right? We're the perfect version of ourselves, but none of us are perfect. So if you do something wrong, if you mess up, if you 
man, if you have any sort of resentment, if you have anything in your life that you wish you did differently, but you didn't, and it's stewing on the inside of you, you need to forgive yourself. It's okay. You have to, you have to be able to do that. Like, you know, so for me, you know, and there's, I mean, I'm sure there's a bazillion, but just the one that came to the top of my head here as I'm talking to you is like my grandparents, right? So my grandparents passed away last year. Um, they're, they're my grandparents, man. They were like 90. Grandpa was, they were 89, 90. Grandma was even older. She was in, in her 90s. Um, but they're my grandparents. And for me, that was my first, my, my, that I can remember because my mom's parents passed away a long, long time ago. But um, that was the first time with my family that I could, um, I guess, feel that loss, right? The first time where it was a family member that I loved so much that I felt that loss. And although I did visit often, I found myself kicking myself right in the pants because I was like, man, they were right up the street. You couldn't visit more than you did for real. You knew they were older. You knew that this was coming. You couldn't have gone there twice a week. You know, you couldn't have gone there a little bit more. And yeah. I beat myself up for a while. Now, I can't imagine what it's like to lose somebody, we'll say unexpectedly. Not that my grandparents were exactly expected, but again, they were older. So it was somewhat expected. Um, so, and I'm using death as an example because I think a lot of people can relate. And I think um, that this is important is no matter, and if I feel this way with my grandparents, I can't imagine what might go through other people's heads if it's your parents or your siblings or a child, heaven forbid, and what goes through your mind and what's in your soul and the things that you regret, you have to be able to forgive yourself and you have to, and this is extreme, so it can be anything else, but you have to be able to let that go and learn from it and forgive yourself. You know, another thing with my grandparents that I wish I did that I didn't do, and I always thought about it and I wanted to do it and my dumbass never did it, forgive yourself, was talk to them, sit down and ask them their story and to have grandma and then grandpa separately or together, tell me their story and tell me, I knew parts of their story, but it would have been really, really cool if I actually acted on that thought that I had years ago to ask them what their story was. So that was something I beat myself up over for a while and I'll still have that fleeting thought. And I'll be like, man, I really wish I did that. And that's okay, yeah. but you have to be able to forgive yourself for not doing that. Because no matter how mad you are at yourself, no matter how much you're letting it stew inside of you, that isn't going to change anything. That isn't going right. to help it. You have to be able to forgive yourself. Sorry, I went on a tangent there, but no, I think it was important to the story. No, absolutely. That is spot on, man. Oh, I love this one. Let's just go with yours. Whatever yours you is. You like yours? All right. You ready? I've been waiting all night for this. All right. We're playing Huga. Huga. Or as Paul likes to say, Hayuji. Or whatever Hayuji. he says. What do you call it? Hayuji, I think. Hayuji. Here we go. First question to Paul Napoli. Here we go. Would you enjoy sharing a meal with your clone? Yeah, of course I'd enjoy sharing a meal with my clone. Who wouldn't? I wouldn't. Be creeped what? out. Like, no. dude, you're I'd be like, 
I think looking cool. at your clone, right? First of all, I'd be like, damn, you're ugly. No, you you're wouldn't. One you're ugly, so you're you a one like, ugly dude. You sound like my wife, minus the dude part, right? I'll look at Steph and be like, damn, you look good. Like, you're so hot. And she'll be like, I'm really feeling it, babe. I'm like, for real, you're so hot. Like, what are you talking about? But anyways, you're dumbass. You look like goddamn model. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm, you're ugly. All right, keep going. But, but here's the thing. Like, like, would you enjoy sharing a meal with your clone? Yes, pizza. <sighs> I would I eat know. pizza with my clone and we would chat. We would chat about life. We would chat about like, what if, what if your clone, I guess it wouldn't be a clone, would be you but the opposite. So it would look like you. It would sound like you. But his personality oh. is Oh, so like that. if you're the good guy, he's the bad guy. Right. It's the exact opposite of what you are. How would that be? That'd be I horrible. Know. I know. That'd, that'd be, be an crazy. immediate uh there'd be an immediate war between you that, and your bad clone. Yeah, that would suck. That that'd would be really horrible. Suck. Like ser- like uh, and, and okay, what would you ask your clone? What would I ask my clone? So you're eating with your clone. What would like? How do you even have a conversation? So my you already clone, know. You already know how he's going to answer. Yeah. Right. Oh, maybe I wouldn't want to have pizza with my clone. I would not. It would freak me out. I don't believe in the whole cloning thing. Yeah, we're not doing it. All right. Next question, Paul Napoli. All right. What do you got? What actor or actress would play you in the movie version of your life? Denzel Washington. Oh no. Uh The Rock. No. Um let's go with Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know, man. There it is, Brad Pitt. I don't playing know. The life story of Paul Napoli. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Damn Brad right Pitt it's it perfect. Is. Brad Somebody get Brad Pitt on the phone. Is. Man, what about you? Come on. Uh, Come on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Here's the problem. When it comes to actors and actresses, I always screw them up. I don't, oh, I, me too. I get their names messed up. I think one looks like a different one and I always mess them up, but it would be, hmm. I, oh, I only man, know like, so hard. I only know like three actors anyway. So I had to go with like a popular one. I don't know anything. They don't have to look like us, right? They would just have to kind of. Yeah, I mean, just play the character. They'd be able right? to play the character. Um, Why do you think I want Brad Pitt? I don't, I don't know. know. So, so George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. George Clooney. I George Clooney. George Clooney. I should have went with George Clooney. I no, like George Clooney. George Clooney's older, like me. You need a young yeah. guy like Actually, Brad Pitt's Brad, not young anymore. Not. I think he's my age. Who else is an actor? I don't know any actors. I'm gonna say George Clooney. George Clooney is a great one. Good pick, man. I'm so Thank mad. You. That's Thank a great you. pick. You pick Brad Pitt. I pick. No, George I don't Clooney. want Brad Pitt anymore. I don't want Brad Pitt. It's just somebody <laughs> it's else. It's too late. You already picked him. Ah, dude, oh my George God. Clooney. That's a good one. I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed. You're welcome. I'll take us away, man. All right, guys. We're gonna end like we end every week, and just a friendly reminder that uh, you know we only get one chance on this earth to not take life for granted, to live every day like it could be your last, to love each other, and uh, to live well. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Live well.